Hey, Rock and Rollers, it's Whiskey and Rock, a backstage pass to learn about whiskey and spirits and hear stories from industry insiders and rock stars, real-life rock stars. So get ready and join your hosts, D-Rock and JR, for the VIP whiskey experience you've been waiting for. Welcome to the Whiskey and Rock Show. It is August. August, yes. Yeah, isn't that crazy? This summer's flown by. Yeah, it's, it's kids are almost go- back in school. Yeah, and we've been to hundreds of shows. Yeah, <laughs> hundreds of shows. It seems like I get so much flack for that. I've been to six shows in nine days. Yeah, I think uh, this will this weekend will be uh, what, the third or fourth show I've been to in the last week. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. I mean, I, I kind of like that. It's it, fun. You know, the kids are old enough now that we don't have to get babysitters. Well, speak for yourself. So, but, well, yeah, but, yeah. But uh, yeah, we took a we took a little bit of time off from going to shows because yes. of that, and now that we don't have to do the babysitter thing, mm-hmm. it's it's uh, we're going to shows again. Yeah, this is great. What's been your favorite show of the summer? Surprisingly to me, probably the Tears for Fear show that we went to not too long ago. Mm-hmm. That I, I I I went, you know, you, you know the hits. Yeah, but that was a a super solid show. Yeah, like, they were so good. And man, King's X was great. King's X was great. They yeah. they never failed to deliver. Mm-hmm. And they're just they're just one of my all time favorite bands. Yeah, I gotta agree. Cheers to Fears. I mean, I saw the tour last year. Seeing it again this year was yeah. was awesome. Especially at a place a couple miles from our house. I mean, it was just a great great night. And they shot a DVD, I think. So that's coming out soon. Yeah. So yeah, we, we watch can out for re- that. we can relive that. Yes, we can relive it, and you can relive <laughs> it with us. You can see us right there in the crowd. But anyway, on today's episode, I thought. Let's do something fun. Let's highlight some of these smaller distilleries. You're always hearing yeah. about the Heaven Hills, the Buffalo Traces, but let's go way small. Some of the some of the very tiny guys who may only have one or two products, but you know what? They make good stuff too. Let's highlight them. So this first one's one I came across. I'm trying to remember how I even saw this. It may have been in a magazine or online. It's from Montana. Montana. Okay. Which when you think of bourbon, you don't think of Montana. Actually. No. But this is from the Montana Whiskey Company. The Blackfoot River Bourbon. It's a straight bourbon whiskey that's aged two years. This is sourced from MGP, but then they take the barrels to Montana and age them there. According to their owner, Todd Berg, he said he he puts a lot of effort into this straight bourbon. And we have folks saying it's pretty good stuff, especially for the price. We think of this unique bottle as a saddlebag ready or worthy of being tossed in the cooler. Fishermen and hunters of Montana like it a lot. And now we're available in North Carolina, Oregon, Montana. So one cool thing about this bottle, it is like a canteen. Kind yeah, of like I was, was going to say, this might be one of the coolest bottles yeah. we've seen. Yes, it is. It's a really cool kind of canteen. It's almost green. like you can you can reuse it later yes. and take it camping with you. Oh, trust me. We will. <laughs> this will be used. It's got a cool, what's this, deer, moose, something like that on the top. So Maybe a bison. Maybe a bison. Isn't that where, uh, isn't bison up in Montana? It's not a big, like. Sure. Yeah. Ted Ted's. Turner. Yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah. So let's see. Let's get a nose on this. Okay. It says it's aged in Montana's extremes. Our bourbon packs notes of heavy caramel, spicy rye, and a hint of oak. All right. Let's try this. It's spicy. Yeah. You get the, yeah. I mean, it, it, you get the caramel. Yeah. There's a little oak. It says drink it straight up like we do or make your favorite mixer better. Our distinctive stainless steel bottle is tough enough to serve a rugged outdoor lifestyle. You wouldn't think it's as young as it doesn't taste as young as it as it says it is. And it drinks hotter than the proof to oh, me. Yeah. But maybe that's because I haven't anything to drink today, unlike somebody at this table. But 
I'm, I'm a little warm though. Has a kind of a fruity nose. Yeah. Yeah. That's not bad. No. No, for an 80 proofer and yeah. cool bottle. I mean, yeah, this is definitely, definitely a cool thing to have, I think. Does it say how long it's been aged in Montana for? It says aged a minimum of two years. Okay. So I'm not sure if that's all in Montana or. That's the MGP was, aging. Yeah, if that was something, yeah. you know, in Indiana. But yeah. Yeah. Definitely a cool bottle. Yeah, that's definitely one to check out. So if you want more information on the Montana Whiskey Company, you can just go to MontanaWhiskeyCo.com. For the second one here, I was in Denver last uh, last August for work and had a scheduled stop by to see the folks at Laws. While I was there, I noticed about two blocks away, there was another distillery. I'm like, man, that'd be fun. Why, why knock one out when you get two? So I hit them up, didn't hear back, ended up about a week or two later. So sorry we missed you. We were out of town. It's kind of one of those places. The guy's out of town. The place is closed. And it's called Bear Creek Distillery. So, hmm. like I said, it's a couple blocks away from Laws. So, when you go to Denver, there's a row of, of a few distilleries. You've got Laws, you've got Bear Creek, and you've got Stranahan's. So, like the folks at Laws say, you kind of go from the single A to the double A to the triple A kind of thing. It's like you move on up the road and you go the bigger and bigger and bigger. But they sent me this bottle, and I've been impressed by it. It is a 75 corn, 15 rye, 10 malted barley. What we have here is a three-barrel blend of four- to six-year-old barrels. Is this their own stuff? This is their own distillate. Okay. It is a little craftier nose. Yeah, you definitely get the the graininess that you associate yeah. with a lot, of the, a lot of the craft distilleries. All right, let's try it. Hmm. The grain's not overpowering. No, it's just, and this is a little bit higher proof, I should add. This is 90 yeah. proof versus our last one. Yeah, you get a, you get a little bit of spice to it, some good sweetness. Yeah, I like it. Is it the barley that's giving it that kind of crafty things on the side of the tongue? Maybe. Is it, is it a malt? Is, it, is there a malt in there? It says 10% malted barley. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. I, I like. I'm a fan of malted barley. Yeah, it's I, it's good to drink. I, it's not one that I would buy, but yeah. I, I certainly, you know, wouldn't turn it down. So this one you can find in Colorado, Wyoming, and Montana. So for our listeners out in that area, definitely look for that. Or if you go to Denver. Yeah. Go to Red Rocks, stop by and see these guys. Tell them we sent you. And for more information on all the stuff that they do, you can just go to bearcreekdistillery.com. So this next bottle we have is a uh, is a distillery I'm fond of. It's one of the smaller distilleries on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. I always tell people, they're like, where should we go? I'm like, hit your majors, go there, but don't forget about the smaller ones. And this is one of them. This is from the fine folks at Glens Creek which I've been to four or five times, picked a few single barrels, love what they do. Their stuff is unique. I think most of their stills and stuff are homemade, made from old washer and dryer parts <laughs> and stuff. I mean, it's it's crazy. They're like the mad scientists and bourbon myth busters. They'll, they'll debunk some bourbon myths for you. It's, it's a fun, fun visit. But this one is one I recently picked up here just a couple months ago. This is the sweet, or, or sweet, I guess you could say. Yeah. Wheat with an S at the, at the beginning. So basically what they did with this one is they replaced the rye in their best-selling OCD number five bourbon with wheat to create this delicious single barrel bourbon. Do I need to remind you that all their barrels are toasted before the number three jar is completed? That's from their press. So mash bill, 87% corn, 8% wheat, 5% malted barley. Okay. So very, very high corn. As most of Glens Creek stuff, it's got kind of that funky, yeah, musty kind of nose. Yeah, musty. That's a good, good description yeah. for it. Yeah, trying it now. It's definitely a little softer on the palate versus OCD. That's got the rye. Yeah, 
Yeah, this is really unique. It's very good. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the kind of thing, if you're looking for something a little different, this would be right up your alley. So at the back of the bottle, it says, okay, is this possibly the sweetest bourbon ever, people say? The bourbon made with wheat instead of rye. We are not sure if wheat makes the bourbon sweeter or if the wheat just doesn't have the strong enough flavor of the rye. So, yeah, that's a good point. Okay. Anyone who has ever eaten a corned beef or pastrami sandwich (laughs) on an old-fashioned rye bread knows the rye has a stronger flavor than wheat. You don't need to bake bread to discover that. This is uh, aged at least 31 months. It's it's really good. Yeah, and it's dark. It is very dark. It's very, very, very dark. I wouldn't say it's the sweetest thing I've ever had in no, bourbon. No, it's not. But it's uh, it's it definitely is sweet. I mean, you have you have a high, very high corn content. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, like like they say on the bottle, you know, it's it's very very different. Mm-hmm. But it's it's it is very good. Yeah, and if you're fans of craft and and or Glens Creek, if you're a big fan of Glens Creek, you should try this. This does fit within yeah. their flavor. Or profiles. if you're a big Weeder fan, yeah, I mean, if, if you're a big if, Weeder I mean, fan, if you're a fan of Weller and Maker's Mark and and all that, this yeah. is definitely one you want to try if you get an opportunity to to get down there. I know this one's a little more difficult to find. I think it's pretty much only available at their distillery there in Frankfurt. So definitely, if you're up there, in fact, it's just really close to like Woodford, Castle and Key. Those are all really close to it. So if you're visiting those. Definitely make a plan. Stop by Glens Creek. See Dave. <laughs> tell him we sent you. He'll tell you some fun stories. More information, just go to glenscreekdistillery.com. That's Glen with two ints. So this next one is a, a new favorite of mine. This is a Bainbridge Battle Point Whiskey. Okay. Uh, it's from the Bainbridge uh, Dis- Organic Distillers, which is uh, in Bainbridge Island, Washington. Oh, okay. And uh, they, they use... I think they use all organic uh, wheat in this one, and uh, they use uh, their, their all their own stuff. It's an organic process. Uh, see, Bainbridge Battle Point Organic Whiskey is 100% distilled in our artisanal distillery on Bainbridge Island in the heart of the Peugeot Sound. We start with local organic soft white wheat, grown especially for us. Then we mill, mash, ferment, and double distill every batch in our Bainbridge Island stillhouse under the skillful eye of master distiller Keith Barnes. In 2014, Battle Point Whiskey was named the world's best wheat whiskey. By the World's Whiskey's Awards, Battle Point has also won several other gold medals, including the Ultimate Spirits Challenge, uh, BTI's International Review of Spirits, and American Distilling Institute Best of Category for Craft Whiskey. So this is 134.6 proof. Ooh. This is barrel proof. And this was one that uh, store that I frequent, they uh, happened to get a case of it in and uh, the manager of the store knows what I like, and he's like, "Hey, you should give this a try." And I was glad I did. Yeah, that's another. That's a, that's a dark one. Yeah, it's real dark. All right, on the nose, uh, you should get some uh, hints of fresh hay, young mm-hmm. apricots, strong vegetal presence as well. Notably, dried oak leaves with a very quiet hint of cucumber skin making an appearance. I could see that. Yes, that's uh, crazy. When I when I smell whiskey, the first thing I think is garden vegetables. Cucumber skins. Yes. Yes. Um, let the dram rest for a couple minutes. Wafts of maple, wildflower, honey, and fluffy sawdust come through. Man, I think that's pretty spot on. Okay. <laughs> that's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've never seen, I've never quite seen notes quite like that, uh, especially about a barrel strength bourbon, but. Wow. I get the honey. I mean, I, I, get, I get a lot of sweetness on the yeah. nose. Um, that's why I'm, I'm kind of drawing a blank on some of this other stuff. But uh, I, I can I get the hay a little bit. There, yeah. is, there's a little hint of grain. 
I can kind of see the sawdust too. Cause yeah. I think about walking into like somewhere like Lowe's or wherever they're cutting yeah. lumber. And I'm like, I could oh, see that. Yeah. But yeah, it's not an overwhelming noise, noise at all. No. No. All right, we're trying it here. Man, that's hot. It's hot, but it's so good. Yeah, it is really good. It's so good. Um, according to these notes, the initial sip is comforting and luscious on the mouth, giving off notes of honey and a bit of oloroso sherry, cinnamon, mm. and clove, bringing a pleasant dryness, working harmoniously to create a profile reminiscent of a heavily buttered slice of banana walnut bread. The finish is warm and dominated by tones of salted peanut brittle and chewy maple candy, which lingers in the mouth. I got to say, I agree with those. Yeah. 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 It's it's definitely got a sweet palate. You definitely get the proof, but yeah. it's, it's not like an overwhelming proof. Like it's kind of that initial burst on the palate. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing this can't be a large run from a smaller distillery like this. Like, I think this was a limited run. Okay. Um, yeah. Cause I've been asking about if they have more or can get more because yeah. they sold out of what they got in um, the store did. So we need to have these guys on because this is, this is great. Yeah. They have a whole, they have a whole line okay. of, of organic, uh, I guess, cause the greens they use are organic mm-hmm. uh, and, and they're called, they call themselves organic distillers. Okay. So I assume that's a, that's a big part of, of what they do uh, between the, the organic uh, grains. And then uh, I think their process is uh, tied to sustainability and things mm-hmm. like that. So, and for more information on these guys, uh, you can go to BainbridgeDistillers.com. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of theirs. This is probably the most expensive bottle on the show, too, I would say. Yeah, yeah. I forget what I paid for it, but probably more than what the uh, the Glens Creek one. I think the Glens Creek was probably 60 or 70 Yeah, it'd be more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we went up in price, up in proof. Yeah. Taking you on our journey. Mm. Yeah, I would buy a, a bottle of that if I saw that on the shelf anywhere around here anytime because you've made me a fan of this one. You brought it over and we've tried it a couple of times yeah. and every time I'm blown away. Yeah, it's really good. I, I really enjoy it. Yeah. I'd be sad to see that one go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, definitely check out some of these uh, craft and smaller distilleries and see what you think. See if you can find them in your store. And then, uh, hey, let us know. Anything you want us to feature on the show, hit us up on Instagram. Facebook, all the usual spots. If you want to join Patreon, come along for the ride too. You might yeah. get some special some things that show up in your mailbox that I can't comment on. All sorts of fun stuff. Fun things. Yes. So yeah, join us. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna start having some uh tastings here soon. Get on Zoom and chat with our friends all across the country and drink some things together and talk about bourbon and life and all kinds of other things. Yeah, and if there's stuff that, that you're drinking that we you want us to check out, yes. let us know. Please do. Yeah, because we, we'd love to get a, expand our horizons on what we have, what we're trying as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, keep listening. Coming up soon, we do have another uh, rock star in the bourbon world coming up probably, I think, maybe next week. You want to come back for that. Big up-and-comer. Big. Yeah, I think yeah. Th- this is uh, around the south here. People are excited about this uh, this distillery. So, yeah. Come come check it out. And until next week. Cheers. Cheers, my friend. It doesn't end here. For all things whiskey and rock, and for info on how to join our Patreon, just visit our website at whiskeyandrock.com. That's whiskey, A-N-D, rock. And, of course, follow us, share us, 
Do it. Like it. Love it. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Whiskey and Rock. Whiskey and Rock is produced by Mead Man and is a Wise Company production. Our show is brought to you by Zoom. For more information, go to zoomcorp.com.